You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out and subscribe to our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash unfiltered. Coming up on today's show, today's edition of Locked On Rays, we'll of course have our playoff preview discussing the ALDS, the NLDS, and of course the big series between the Rays and the Yankees. But first... We have to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. There are up to 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors. Those are caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Here's what you need to know about Built Bar. They're 100% covered in chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. Uh, They're great for the health-conscious guy or lady. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Great for the keto diet if that's something that you're on or interested in. Um, For example, I've got the uh, peanut butter flavor protein bar right here. It says it's got 19 grams of protein, 5 grams sugar, 5 grams net carbs, Uh, Pretty good statistics as far as I'm concerned. Uh, If you want to uh, get your collection of Built Bars and try all the amazing flavors, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. If you want some more uh, awesome swag, you can also get a free cooler with your purchase uh, while supplies last. Uh, again, go to builtbar.com for all of that. So what you're saying is that if you get a built bar, it'll help you smash some homers and get your team out of the LDSs and into the LCSs. I ordered uh, the Rays just cases upon cases of built bars, hoping that gives them a little extra power as they uh, go to Petco Park and try to uh, navigate that large outfield and such. Before we talk about that series, though, Ulysses, we have to talk about the other division series. Uh, Do you want to start with the National League or American League? I guess we could do National League and work our way down to American League and, and of course, the Rays and Yankees. So um, let's go ahead and start with the Dodgers-Padres series. Uh, Ulysses, how do you see this shaking out? I know they practically... Um, have written the art of the choke by now, by this point, the Dodgers have, but this is kind of like the ultimate test, right? Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Can you be victorious in October uh, in 2020? They've got a Padres team that has been very fun to watch. Uh, a lot of people outside of San Diego is rooting for them, and that, I think that's great for baseball. I see this 
as must watch TV, Dodgers in five. Dodgers in five. Great pick. Yes, believe it or not, uh, one of our dedicated listeners, Dr. Matthew James Gray, is a Padres fan. In fact, he's a Pod Rays fan. He roots for the Padres (laughs) and, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays. And the Padres also, by the way, have a ton of former Rays on the roster or former uh, Rays farmhands in the likes of uh, Emilio Pagan, Jay Cronenworth, Will Myers, Tommy Pham, and uh, I should mention this, uh, another local connection, Austin Adams, a Zephyr Hills native uh, who played at USF. So if you're looking for another USF ball player, Austin Adams (laughs) is a really good reliever too. And not a a bandwagon guy. I mean, Gray has been on this Padres Friar faithful since I think uh, two seasons ago, maybe a season ago. So he's an OG, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how he's going to watch these games in Australia, what the time Oof. difference is. They're going how to be, do you do that? Yeah. I think DVR might be the best way to yeah. go. Don't check Twitter or your phone or anything like that. No or, social media. Yeah. <laughs> you put your phone in, in, a, in a box and, and, and that's it. Yeah, you're right. Or be an insomniac. That's the other option. Just don't yeah. sleep for the entire course of the MLB playoffs. I am also going with the Dodgers. My pick would be different. If uh, Mike Clevenger was fully available or Lamette was fully available, and there's something that just kind of eats at my crawl, the fact that uh, the Padres allowed the Cardinals to score seven and nine runs in those first two games, one of the worst offenses in baseball, definitely the worst uh, offense in the playoffs. So that makes me a little uneasy. Uh, One thing that is going to be interesting, though, to see – is who the Dodgers throw out there in the ninth inning, who closes mm-hmm. those ball games with uh, the shakiness of Kinley Jansen. Maybe they go with uh, Gratterall uh, or somebody yeah. like that. That'll be something interesting to see. But I, I so want to pick the Padres, but I got to go with the Dodgers. So uh, I'm going with the Dodgers on that note. Okay, uh, another fun one. Uh, your Miami Marlins, believe it or not, versus the Atlanta Braves, a showdown of to NL East ball clubs, uh, Ulysses, how do you see this shaking out? There's only one stable, and it resides at the Trop. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a barn growing in, in South Florida. I don't know if barn is the right word. Another kind of uh, synonym. You can edit this and, and post. But, I mean, you got Lopez, Alcantara, Sixto Sanchez, and company. Mm-hmm. This is a really good team. They have enough veterans to pull this young core together. They are, they made shirts that said bottom feeders. I mean, these guys are playing with house money. They're happy about it, but they're definitely not done. Uh, I I think that this playoffs uh, has um, allowed a couple of franchises that in San Diego and in the Marlins that they desperately needed some playoff action. And again, they're good teams. They didn't get there just by, just you know, by by the expanded playoff system, there were really good teams. Um, so I'm gonna pick my Marlins. I'm gonna get them in five, though. I think the Braves okay. are a very talented bunch. I think uh, it'll it'll go to five. I'll tell you what. If this was a seven game series, this would be the Braves. I would pick the Braves. And I know everything on paper and the numbers and everything seems to signal that you should pick Atlanta. But there's something about this Marlins team. It reminds me of that 08 Rays team where mm. they're the underdog. They they get made fun of. And now before you know it, 
there's something there is something that can't be underscored enough when you have professional athletes that feel like they're being disrespected that feel yeah. like um they're not getting uh the kudos they deserve the respect uh, and that's, that, that the respect and the, the fact that they made those bottom feeders t-shirt i mean they are a good group what better you know guy to to maybe lead them through this playoff chase than maybe uh putting a couple words in their ear Derek jeter a guy who's won how many world series starts from the top down so that you could be a little bit of a, I, I know that we we like to joke on past the diving jeter but the guy knows how to win and he knows leadership and he can kind of be the thing that that puts this all together maybe um i do think i i love Alcantara, I love Sixto Sanchez, I love Pablo Lopez. I am picking the Marlins, but I think that they have to go up early. I think that they have to maybe go up 2-0-2-1 because I, I don't see how the, the back end of that rotation, how they would be able to Fair make point. up for that. Um, and also, you know, we, we look at the Marlins. I mean, they've already, to me, they've already uh, achieved the biggest hurdle in getting through that that period where they missed so many guys, like 20 guys right. with COVID, and they were still able to to come out and make the playoffs. Like, you got to wonder how many more wins they would have if they didn't have that COVID outbreak. Well, like, again, would they have 36, 37, 38 wins? Who knows? Who knows? But that, the, that, uh, that phrase, bottom feeders, came from, I think, the first week uh, of the season from a Phillies broadcaster. I mean, they have been hearing this from the beginning. Okay, yes. so imagine what it's it's like. Like you're saying, a professional ball player to be hearing, you know, that you're a bottom feeder. Like, no, nah, that does not. These guys are competitors. Like, right. that's why they're professional, and they got to be so good at what they do. Um, so, no, I I think there's that, that chip in the, on their shoulder is big enough that it can actually cause a, a ripple in the playoffs. So. I'll I'll take the Marlins. And, and I love the fact that they've got like some unassuming guys and Rojas, Anderson, Cooper, Birdie. They're just good, solid players. They're not going to be talked about like the, the Freddie Freemans and Acuna juniors of the world. But yeah, I'm we're rolling. Hey, we look, we're biased here. We want a Florida world series. That's right, baby. Miami. Wouldn't Tampa that be nice? Bay. Let's make it happen. It would be awesome. Okay. Yes. Um, this is an interesting one. Moving to the American league now. Uh, the Astros versus the Athletics. And these teams might hate each other almost as much as the Rays and Yankees hate each other. So that should be interesting. But uh, yeah. Ulysses, how do you see this uh, series going? I believe that A's beat up on the Astros 7-3 to three mm-hmm. during the regular season. But I just don't – I'm not a big believer in the A's pitching except for Chris Bassett. And if you look at Chris's numbers in analytics – the XFIP, the FIP, I mean, it doesn't look good. It looks like it, he's been a bit of a of a lucky guy in right. 2020. So I, I just, I, I, I don't know if they can overcome what is still a good Astros lineup. I, I, you know, even if though they, most of them have been slumping through the season. Mm-hmm. I also thought the Twins were a better team than the A's. So <laughs> the Astros basically uh, wiped the Twins away. Uh, I, I, I am going to say that I got inspiration from this from our Zoom chat mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Patreon members on Rays Unfiltered uh, yesterday, specifically Melissa, who made a good argument. And so I was like, you know what? 
I want to see the, the world burn. And I want to see the Rays have revenge. So I'm taking the Astros in four games. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I would love for the Rays to not only get through the Yankees, but to also get through the Astros to the World Series. And that is, quite frankly, another reason why I'm picking the Astros over the Athletics in this. Um, quite frankly, I didn't expect any of these teams to be here. I had picked the <laughs> Twins and the White Sox. I was going to be a, a central DS, but that is not the way it turned out. And look, we can talk about, oh, the, the Astros lost Justin Verlander, but They've got a lot of young pitchers, young starting pitchers, in addition to, of course, the the tested veteran and Zach Ranky. Like, here's some names to remember. Uh, local kid, Lance McCullers Jr., yep. Jesuit graduate. Jesuit. Jose Urquidy, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier. Those guys have been really good, really solid this year, either as starting pitchers or bulk guys. And I think that, yeah, the 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 offense has been struggling this season, but I think it in the playoffs, you can kind of whitewash all that and, and how they really methodically took down the twins. That, that kind of made didn't me didn't take okay, much. Yeah. It didn't take much. It didn't take much. So, and it's not like they went on fire. Like, Oh, look at those bats again. They're, they're alive. It was basically Correa who, who got hot. Yeah. But that's the point, isn't it? In two games, one guy got hot and, and they got through it because of Valdez and Urquidy's uh, performances. That's all it takes in the playoffs. You don't have to. It's not a marathon, right? It's a sprint. Yes. So if you win two, three games, boom, you're into the next round. Uh, I, I think the Astros are going to take it. And I know it's only one injury, but there's something about losing a guy like Matt Chapman, a mm -hmm. defensive cornerstone and an offensive cornerstone, too, that just... Makes me think a little bit. Yeah, look, the, the Astros held the Twins to two combined runs in the wild card series. That that gives me enough. So uh, that uh, is so I guess we we agreed on all yeah. all our picks here so far. Look at that. Um, something tells me we'll agree on our fourth pick here. <laughs> uh, yes. Before maybe. we talk about that, we have to tell you about Postmates. Uh, when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., uh, breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. and ibuprofen at 10 a.m. Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. So no more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. Okay, Ulysses, it is the series we have been waiting for, and I assume our listeners have been waiting for. Rays and Yankees, best of five, Petco Park, San Diego, all games in prime time. 
Uh, I'm going to get right to the point. Ulysses, how do you see this series shaking out between the uh, big, bad New York Yankees and our Tampa Bay Rays? I want to hear the dugout screamed as loud as they did in the Bronx the last day that they played over there. That's mm-hmm. that's the kind of energy that I want. And uh, I, I really hope the mics are pumped up uh, so we can all hear it at home. That's the energy that you want. Right. That last game at the Bronx to come out firing. That's what you need. Obviously, it's Garrett Cole. So it's a little bit more difficult to do than with Montgomery. Uh, but that's the energy. If you you just want that, you know, that fire to be there. And I do not think that there will be lacking of any passion from the race. They want this, man. And, and the quotes there, you know, they, they seem a little bit reality TV from both sides uh, from from this weekend. Mm-hmm. But I, I love it. <laughs> I'm eating it. Up, and a lot of baseball fans are e- eating it up too. It's great. I, I, I'm, I'm loving it. Is it bad that I'm like not totally nervous of Garrett Cole? Like the Rays have faced him three times this year and have, I wouldn't say handled him, but they've scored on him this year and they've ah. shown look. Okay. So he allowed three runs and four and two thirds two runs in six and two thirds and four runs in five innings pitched in his three appearances against the race. That, that has been enough for the Rays to win games. He hasn't posted a victory, a single victory against the Rays. So I, I do think that you can say that they've handled him, but it's still, you know, it's still Garrett Cole. So that's the issue here. But we have Blake that, Snell. Blake Snell is pitching. Hey, Snell hey, wants to sign him too. Any, hey. 100% and um and Gary Cole hasn't even won a Cy Young right Verlander yeah. won, a, won a last year so right. yeah we we definitely have the the pedigree and he took a no hit until the sixth mm-hmm. uh, a week ago so we you've got Blake in his 100% um stature going against the Yankees so it, that doesn't negate the fact that it's going to be a tough matchup. I think you can be a little bit um, less nerve-wracking, uh, you know, anime. By, uh, right. But st- still going to be a tough game. Still going to be a tough I, game. I don't disagree it's going to be a tough game. But, again, I look back to the Rays last week of the season and what they were able to do against three really good starters. One who's won two Cy Youngs and might win a third in Jacob deGrom. Winning right. against him, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. And I think having that experience of, okay, we can win against really good pitching and we can win nail-biting games helps our cause going yes. forward. And look, I think if this game, if this series goes to five, which um, it certainly seems that way, it, it could go to five, I just don't think the Yankees have the, the pitching depth, uh, whether it's starters or bullpen, to hang with the Rays. Look, they put literally all their money, all their chips in on one guy. And that was Garrett Cole. And yeah, you might turn to him on short rest in game five. We know the history of that, but I think this could come down to who has uh, the depth, who has the arms, who has the the guys on the bench that can produce. And I think that's where I would give the Rays the edge here. 100%. I think the depth, not only in pitching, but in position players, 
goes to the Rays. Now, before any pitch was thrown in the postseason, we both said Cleveland had the best pitching, hands down. Right. The Yankees decimated that great pitching. That kind of has me a little bit worried because we talk great about our pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shane Bieber is probably the AL Cy Young. I don't think anybody's going to take that away from Bieber. Uh, so that might be troublesome. In fact, that's Sully's argument from Locked On MLB that the Yankees have the edge because what's Tampa's biggest weapon? They're pitching. Cleveland's biggest weapon, pitching. Yankees got through them. They can get through Tampa Bay. Now, I obviously disagree. <laughs> right. Uh, but it does make you think, well, the bats need to respond. And and it's good that the last game that they played against the Jays and they're clinching, the bats did go off. And, and you right. kind of saw everybody contributing especially two guys that rarely contributed in the whole season with Zunino and Renfro. Yeah. And I think, again, we it's hard to decipher how this would all work out, but the fact that the Rays are so familiar with the Yankees and vice versa, like they know where to pitch and where not to pitch to Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and guys like that. So I think that's a little bit of a factor too. Look, I will acknowledge, I'll totally acknowledge, yes, the Rays went 8-2, and two against uh against the Yankees in the regular season but you know the Yankees were missing some of their big horses I think there were there were times where they were without Aaron Judge and John Collar Stanton and, and six some games. other guys like that yeah for so, six games out of out of 10 but that's the time a pretty that they big were number all healthy, right there. but out of, of the time they were healthy which were the, the first four games the uh the Tampa Bay Rays took three of those three of those two of those the walk-offs though or one of those uh, correct okay so that's you know that's I know close- <laughs> That's, it's a tough it's, look, a, it's tough, a wash it's at a, that point if it comes down to a walk off it's a wash well exactly okay so then the, the, then then it was a wash exactly it's one one it's uh it's gonna be a tough matchup i i i think we're all aware of that anybody that says the 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 raise in three i hope to have your confidence yes, in anything in life uh because it must be a good life to have <laughs> that, that much confidence uh, i think this is gonna go the limit I think this one's going to go five. And if it goes five, I I think that's advantage raise because of the yes. pitching. Who are they going to throw game four? They, you can't throw Cole game four, right? I don't think you can. I mean, you can, but I think it could be a disaster. Two days rest? Yeah. yeah. And then you don't have them for maybe three days rest for the fifth game. I guess it all depends if the race go up or not during the series. If the Rays are up 2-0 and then they tie it up to 2-2 right you know maybe you throw you do throw him uh game four i don't know it's gonna be tough but i think if i need a game it's this one because this would be just so demoralizing for for the yankee fan base and the yankee players like this is your guy this is your 324 million dollar guy you need a win from this guy so if you don't get one oh boy Look, oh. I hate to say this, but if the Rays go up 1-0, I don't want to say the series is over, but it is so weighted in their favor. Like, okay, you yes. trust Tanaka to beat Glass now. Uh, who are you throwing out in game three against Montgomery Morton? against Morton? They don't or... even know. Like, you could, they don't you even know. Draw a name out of a hat and see it. Okay, uh, Garcia, can we throw him out? Uh, you know, Montgomery. Game four, what? we got Fleming. We, 
He got Yarbrough. Who, who do they have? Hap? Come on. Enough Hap. No. And I don't and care about his last two, two, two outings. The, the Rays faced him, and they beat the hell out of him. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and here's another thing. And I talked about this in this series versus the Blue Jays. And I think this could really be a difference maker. Defense. And the difference between how good these defenses are. The Yankees haven't been a good defense this year. The Rays, of course, have been extremely good. Elite level. And you're talking about going to a ballpark, an unfamiliar ballpark that has a fast infield, big outfield, deep alleys. Right. That can play into the Rays' hands, and that could play disastrously for the Yankees. I want to give you some numbers, courtesy of uh, listener Brian Stark, who who put together a great compilation of all the in-depth numbers and statistics. Um, team fielding percentage, uh, the Rays 985, Yankees 977. The Rays made 33 errors, tied for 10th in the MLB. Uh, Yankees made 47 last in baseball. Team defensive run saved, Rays had 24, fifth in MLB. Yankees negative one seventeenth in MLB team UZR Rays were at 14.8 third best in baseball Yankees negative 4.8 17th in baseball. So that, that again, sounds, uh, and there's been, a, there's been a lot of games where I think, you know, you just Google Yankees airs and there's been games where they give up three, four airs. And they, yeah, they're going to lose those games. And the Rays have shown they've been able to capitalize. It happened against the Jays. Yes. At Salem Field. uh, That, I I don't remember quite. Well, it happened in the wild card series. I mean. Yeah. Uh, So, so I think that's a great point, but I want to add on to that. You talk about the fast infield, the, the spacious outfield as well. Well, if they're not a good defensive team, a ball gets by somebody Guess what? The Rays also have wheels. Yeah. They've been a great base stealing team. They have the speed to go first to third, and that would really benefit them if a ball gets loose and then, you know, it's off to the races with them. Who else went first to third yesterday? Nah, Austin Meadows. Wow. Okay. He was running from first to third, doing some batting drills, some running drills. So, uh, we see some the, DH action from Austin Meadows. I do not want to see him in the outfield to save my life. No, the out, uh, the outfield yes. is set. And I think every race fan agrees that you have to have Kiermaier in center. And then you have Randy Rosarena in left and you have Manny Margot in right field. And you That's, can sub in Brett Phillips and Hunter Renfro if needed. Exactly. Exactly. That's the outfield. Um, now, shortstop, obviously you, get, you got, you got Willie. And second base, you got Brandon Lau. And then now you're playing with the corners, first and third. Right. Uh, and, and that'll be fun to watch. But is if Austin Meadows is available, and I think that just deepens the lineup. It just makes it a little bit uh, lengthier and Look, a little bit harder for Cole to get through. Yeah. Look, I know Austin Meadows has had a disastrous year this season, but he's still Austin Meadows. This is right. still the guy uh, that got... AL MVP votes in 2019. So I would rather have Austin Meadows than not have Austin Meadows. 100%. Sure. Um, I got some over-unders here for tonight. Uh, okay. Snell, over-under uh, five and two-thirds. 
<laughs> you know, I thought you were gonna say five innings, and I was like, five and a third. Uh, over five and two thirds. Yes, he's okay. gonna get. He's gonna get through uh, six. Yeah, I'll say yes too. Cole uh, over under hundred and five pitches this evening. Yes, he's gonna go over one hundred and five. Yeah, you don't pay somebody three hundred dollars, uh, three hundred million dollars to to go eighty two. Yeah, we we need you to throw three hundred twenty four pitches this series. Right, that's what they that's what they need. Uh, over under seven runs scored in this game. Um, that's the betting line, by the way. Under under seven. See if it's under seven, I really like the Rays' chances. Yeah, in close, low scoring ball games. Okay, um, I'll go under two. I'll go under. Although I really think it could be seven, but I'll go under. Um, over under, uh, one raised player gets his name mispronounced or said incorrectly. Uh, I'm gonna say zero because I'm gonna be listening, Andy. Okay, I should have I should have so, specified on the TV you, broadcast, but you will not you will not know that because you'll be <laughs> listening to Dave and Andy and doing the uh, multi-stream thing. Okay, uh, well I guess yeah. this one is thrown out the window. I was gonna say over under, uh, one mention of. Uh, the Rays play in Tampa instead of St. Petersburg <laughs> or some kind of uh, stadium mention, whether that's related to uh, attendance or something yes, or Montreal yeah. or whatever, some Wolf. kind of, uh, see, why would anybody do this? Just put the TV on mute, listen to Dave and Andy, and then you're going to have a great time. You're going to be hugging the blanket, like a stress pillow, like I did on game one of the wildcard series though, because again, it's the Yankees, it's the ALDS, it's Cole, it's Snell, um it's all these over unders that i've already put my stake and reputation towards Uh um so yeah i'll be sweating today how great would it be though if not saying this is going to happen but if the rays do what they did in game two of the wild card go up eight to two by the second third inning okay i can move on to football it's monday night football i can do the switcheroo here Please, I can't Rays. do that. I, do that for I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't do switcheroos uh, yeah. in the postseason. <laughs> yes, but I will definitely be able to just kind of enjoy the 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 minutia of right. the game and the and the little details for sure. Um, you never answered this uh, for me though. <sighs> Cole, uh huh. Will he pitch again after game one? Uh, yeah, I'll say he does. I mean, if it goes to five, uh, if it goes to five, he'll pitch again. And if they're down and they need a game four victory, will he? Mm, I'll say no, but you're, okay, you're making a convincing argument there. But, yeah. but again, maybe, uh, hey, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have given Cole 324 million. You should have signed Dallas Keuchel and Zach Wheeler. And, you know, you could have signed two, three good arms. I mean, you could yeah. really sign an entire team for three hundred twenty-four million, but like they could have, <laughs> they could have been more efficient with their uh, dollars and cents here. A guy Imag- that's thirty Im- years old. Just imagine what the Rays could do if yes. if they just had a, a, that that wallet. I mean, they'd be the L.A. Dodgers. That's actually no. I take that back. We know what the Rays would be. They would be probably right. the L.A. Dodgers. No, look, just to, to wrap up here, this is going to be a great series. Everybody's pumped. The Rays are going to come out. I just I think the depth is there. The Yankees, um, I don't trust their pitching. I don't trust their bullpen. Nope. And yeah, they've got big arms, but the stable is no joke. So I'm going to go with I want to say in four, but it's probably going to be say it's going to be five. Okay, I'll say five as well. 
Rays okay. in five. And similarly to the Blue Jays, I don't trust the Yankees pitching depth nor their defense. And that's why I'm going with the Rays here. All right. Uh, be sure to check out and subscribe to our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. That wraps up this edition of Locked on Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow.